Hey guys, welcome to the bonus series of my podcast, Coach G, Transforming Athletes and Purpose-Driven People. I have so many fond memories of the British and Irish Lions Tour in 2009 that I decided let's talk about what's happening down in South Africa. Yes, so I'll be having unbelievable guests in the world of rugby joining me. We will be previewing, reviewing, talking about everything related to the British and Irish Lions in South Africa. The idea of this bonus series was to have fun, have a few good laughs, share memories with a bunch of friends. So I really hope you guys enjoy what we'll be sharing with you in the upcoming weeks. Join in and stay tuned. Hey guys, how's it going? Welcome to the second episode of the Lion Series, which is a bonus series on my podcast on Coach G, Transforming Athletes and Purpose-Driven People. And I've got here in the studio, our virtual studio, my good friend, Ben Begner. Ben, get a touch, brother. How are you Ooh, doing, my I'm man? How are you doing? I'm good, G. How are you? You well? Uh, man, I'm in a sauna. I'm here in my office. There's no freaking aircon. I've asked my missus if I can get an aircon in my office, and she said no. All right, it only needs to go into the living room and to our room. I'm like, okay, good. But anyway, I'm surviving, brother. I almost <laughs> passed out. I just did my solo episode before, but I'm still surviving. <laughs> it's a shame, like a sauna. You've always wanted your own sauna. Yeah, man. Not like this though. But uh, anyway, it's good. It's good, brother. And you, how's things your side? Yeah, good. Thanks, Jeez. It's warm for London as well. It's about 32 degrees. So yeah, hot here and uh, busy summer holidays now kids are broken up for the summer so uh, yeah it's all, all go so uh, just uh, yeah looking forward to this weekend with the first test of the lions oh, lions team was announced yesterday today and obviously so yeah it's, it's getting exciting i oh, mean it's gonna be awesome i can't wait i got everything planned this weekend gonna be watching it and uh gonna be doing a few other things as well getting the snacks ready getting the drinks ready Still waiting for your Boltong, brother. I haven't received it yet. They haven't received the Burevor, so I'm still waiting for that, all right? If not, you'll be having fines next week, my man. But listen, brother, right. that, that aside... In the post. In the post. <laughs> <laughs> that aside, there's a lot happening. Everybody's excited on this line. So what's your take, man? What are you looking forward to? Yeah, I, I you know... It, I'm, there's, it is, it's in the balance, isn't it? And it's exciting. We've spoken about it prior to the team selection, how everything's in the balance. We've not been overly impressed with some of the warm-up games, but, but the Lions could only beat the people they're playing, that are put in front of them, you know? Um, the calibre of the opposition hasn't been amazing. On the other side, the box have hardly played. They've played once against Georgia, and then they had a bit of a hit out at SAA and then uh, against the Lions themselves last Wednesday. And then at the weekend, they played against the Bulls, you know, another hit out. But they're not real proper tests. So, yeah, exciting to see what really where the land lies and how everybody's looking. Yeah, man, um, I think it's going to be very interesting. So obviously people are just spinning the same old story, saying that the box are underdone, undercooked. They're not going to be ready. And I'm going to, I'm going to say this again. Be careful, guys. Be careful. All right, the South Africans are beast. You do not want to wake up, especially with everything going on at the moment. But yeah, all fair, fair game. These guys haven't played together in a while, but some of you guys have been playing competitive rugby. And I've always said, but, you know, if I look at the Springbok team, there's been a few surprises. Like, obviously, we all got our favorites and there are certain players yeah. that I like, but these guys will be representing South Africa, their nation. And uh, I think let's start with the obvious one, you know, with the front row, you know, 
everybody assumed that it will be Steven Kutsov and Franz Mulherber. And whatever the reasons are that Jacques Nienhofer has, I'm assuming it's related to the lack of game time. You know, for example, with uh, Franz Mulherber, for, for instance. And um, he definitely has a plan. You know, I've been reading up a little bit and they, these guys apparently have some roles that they want to play. But at scrum time, it's going to be a big battle up front. If you look at the, 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 the front row that has been picked, which is also interesting from the Lions' side of you. Now, I would have gone for Jamie George uh, at hooker. You know, uh, yeah. nothing against Gawandiki, but, you know, he's great in the loose and everything. And uh, But, yeah, and Furlong, uh, that's an obvious choice. It's going to be a tough battle up front. So, you know, that's a yeah. tricky one. So, I'm sure that Ninob has selected Nayakani and Ocean Chair for other reasons. But I, I've been watching these guys for a while. These guys are great players, great qualities. And, you know, at the end of the day, just need game time to find their feet and also to put their mark down in the scrum. So I'm really crossing fingers for them so to see what they can yeah. do this weekend. What are your thoughts on that, brother? Well, yeah, it's, it's an interesting one, G, isn't it? And we spoke about it as well the other day. You know, and from a Lions point of view, Mako Vunapola is not even in the 23. You know, that's, that's one interesting thing. I'm just I'm seeing the bench with the Stephen Kitsoff, the you know the front the, the Springbok bench with Kitsoff, with Malherber, with uh, Reinhard Elstadt and Ludiaga especially. There's some physicality there, you know. So so maybe they they're trying to weather the storm in the first 50 minutes and then empty that bench and really bring it to the lines in that last 30 when they're a bit fatigued. Maybe that's the plan and really go for them up front and do that. I could see that happening. Yeah, there's a few yeah. other interesting ones around that, aren't there? You know, he, he's gone for Quacker Smith at eight, which isn't really a like for like for Dwayne Vermeulen. And then, you know, that could be looked at and go, okay, well, that doesn't really matter in, in isolation. But when you look at the back row as a blend, as a combination, as you always have to do with the back row, well, you've got Sia Khaleesi coming back for his first game since I don't know when, you know? So that's a... I, for me, quite a big gamble to have Quaker at eight, who's a great player, uh, but just not like for like for Dwayne Vermeulen, and then Sia rushing him back. You know, I, I, I think that's quite interesting as well. Yeah, man, I think that there's a lot at stake at the moment. And, uh, you know, Quaker, let's be honest, he's been performing well. I've really been enjoying him and watching him play as well. And uh, it, it's quite interesting. I'll be honest with you, I, I actually enjoy as well uh, Visa. You know, Visa, he's been, yeah. he, he's been grafting, man. He's been bringing that aggression. Yeah, man, he's hard. And uh, looking what he's done for Leicester Tigers and Austin Games. But it's a tough choice. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, as a coach, you know, we can always – it's, it's easy for us to sit here and criticize and say, oh, you should have gone with this guy. You should have gone with that guy. But what I tell people and I tell uh, supporters as well, Jacques Nino has a strategy. And he mm. needs to make a decision. Does this guy fit in with my strategy? And that's what I tell people, if you want a classic podcast with people just breaking people down, you're not going to get that from me, all right? You can do it, brother. You can do what you want, all right? But I want people to understand that this guy is a strategy. He knows that they didn't have the preparation they needed. They were in the hotel rooms for, I don't know what, 10 days or something like that. Or they couldn't train really, virtual coaching. So he has made a decision and decided to put these guys into play because these are the best guy for the strategy he has in place for the Lions. You know, 100%. And, uh, yeah, 100%, that's, that's G. Me. Yeah, and, and you know what? I couldn't agree more with you because the, the margins between these guys are so fine. But you, there's something that's unquantifiable as well, oftentimes. 
And it's the sum of the parts. What happens to the rest of the team when this guy plays? When a Khaleesi plays, he's like a glue player. Everybody else might raise their game 5%, 10%, you know. So it's unquantifiable. Same with Quokka Smith, you know. I, I think they're thinking that there's going to be a, it's going to be a quick game, etc. You know, Quokka, he's been in the World Cup squad. He's been there. He, he allows us, he knows, you know, the, the other guys. He plays well. He's a leader. Um, he's experienced. He's got a calm head, etc., etc. But Visa wouldn't let them down. Where I'm a bit more surprised, I think, is I think Daniel Dupree, who's been really like ripping up trees in the Premiership for Stale Sharks, he's been released, I think, and been you know allowed to go back to their clubs. Him, 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 and a lot of the other players. And I thought it might have been prudent come the second and third test to have those guys around. But you know what? You like you said, Jacques. He knows these guys way better than I do. He's got a great strategy in place. And, uh, and Rusty as well. And, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how it pans out. Yeah, I, th- I think it's important for people to understand that it's not always just about choosing the best players. It's about the players that suit your strategy, that suit your game plan. And you're right, those guys have been performing well. Dupree has been showing his uh, stake in the last few months and in the premiership. But um, what I like is uh, what I'm seeing is that having Halstead on the bend is going to bring that grunt. You know, I always you need to have someone like mm. Bucky's Borta in there, you know, hurting. You know, Bucky's, I remember, I can't even remember which game it was. I think it was with the Bulls. Yeah, obviously it was with the Bulls, definitely. All right. And um, he just said to the boys, guys, and I've said this quite a few times, the only pain that I know is the pain that I inflict. <laughs> it was ridiculous that was ridiculous so you know i'm really looking forward i think i think it's gonna be a tough battle and you know talking about sia is he ready we don't know you know he's just coming back from COVID as well like andre pollard and mapimpi you know having them in but it comes down to like you just mentioned having them in the team that's so important i remember back in the days in the spring box you know, John Smith was our captain. There was a lot of debate at a stage where the Bismarck was better, John was better. But having John in our team, he was an, our leader. He was our captain. Same with Victor Matfield. Having Victor Matfield in our team, it was just, it was different. Those guys didn't have to be at their best. They just had to be there. They just reassured everybody and just it gives this calming effect on the team. And I think what everything going on in South Africa at the moment, and Jacques Nino was very intelligent. He knows that Sia will stabilize the guys, will calm the guys, have that calming effect. You know, I mean, it's Sia Khaleesi, and uh, his story is amazing. And, uh, you know, it's great to see the man he has become. You know, he was a youngster when <laughs> he started playing for the box. He was slightly lost, not sure where he's going, and just to see how he's evolved and matured. But what I really want to look at, because I know this is my strong point, very strong, and I, and I can give guys a lot of information, is the backline. The backline. <laughs> my man, Faf de Klerk, all right? He's like a, he's a mixture of Nacho Libre. He's like, a, he's everything that a scrum off should not be. <laughs> okay? Yeah. He's everything. Now, disrespect towards him. Now, I, li- I like him as a player. He's, he just brings something different to a game. He's not your classic number nine. He's probably one of the most aggressive nines that I have seen in a very long time. And I'm not going to talk about that nonsense, whether it should have been a red card. I think sometimes we get too finicky about all these things. You know, player safety is important. So let me just clear that up. But at the end of the day, rugby is a contact sport. And I just love the What are your thoughts on the back line of South Africa that's been selected? Yeah, excited. 
I think um, on lot you talked a lot then, G. <laughs> I'll try and I'll try and remember some <laughs> of those points, man. Sia Khaleesi, yeah, you, you, the point you made on that is so true. You know, the, the self-belief, you know, around him that he has, that he instills in others, that leadership, that charisma is so powerful and um, and it's exciting. And I think I, the value is, as I said before, unquanti- unquantifiable of him coming back in, you know. Faf, for me, he is the best player. He's the first player on my team sheet in the World 15. If I had to, because I think scrum half now is the most important position because you're leading that defence. You're making so many decisions around the base of a scrum. You know, do you come into the defensive line? Do you, you know, fill the vacuum, etc.? And um, he is amazing. I think his kicking is going to be in- integral to everything. Uh, and yeah, it's great to see Andre Pollard back. You know, another huge, big match temperament guy. I'm, I'm really glad to see him back on the field. I hope he's okay and. Um, yeah, excited to see what he brings. I, the one, um, you know, obviously there's a couple of people missing. Again, the one exception that I thought I would see in the 23 Jesse was Jesse Creel. <laughs> yeah. Me too. I beat too. I knew you were going to say it. Bro, yeah, well, I just, you know, he is just so experienced. He's already got like 50 caps and he's got 24 or something. You know, he, he can cover wing. He can cover 13. He, he started as a 15, as you know. The guy has so much self-belief and he's one of those not only a good player but he is one of those characters that I talked about before where and you talked about where their value to a team is unquantifiable and I'm a bit confused as to why he's not in the mix there I thought he might be in the mix so that's interesting for me yeah man I I, I think you know it could have gone I, I like Jesse Krill as a player I think he's really is a pr- is the ultimate professional you know he's fit he's strong he's agile and I think he brings so much to the game but let's not take anything away i've been watching valims lately he's got something in him at the moment quality I, I, yeah and I, I can see a fire if you just look at the way he's going yeah. at the boys in defense you know I, yeah. I can see something coming honestly you know yeah and i've been watching him you know in the off season and all the things yeah. a lot of players were like just being morbid and doing not a lot they were doing like stupid things on social media this guy was training. This guy yeah, was yeah, training yeah. hard. I like his character. And, yeah. And and I can see as he's still young, but you can see there's some sense of maturity. But, you know, I want to come back to the Springbok team and we're going to do that. It's interesting. Dive on, on yeah. just, just, just on Willem, sir, I actually yeah. thought that they were going to find a way for him into the team at 15. You know, and then Vili LaRue had a bit of resurgence and has sort of made that position his own. But I, I think, you know, I agree with you with Willemser. I think he's that good that if you haven't got Warwick Gallant as well, then you accommodate Willemser at 15, you know. I, I really like what he can do, especially yeah. as he can come in as that second receiver at 12 or, you know, he's a really clever player. Um, I don't know. Did you watch the series Chasing the Sun? No, I haven't seen it yet. Oh, I've seen obviously man. clips of it. Yeah. Wow, wow, yeah. wow. Yeah, man. I was crying watching that, man. I was, I'm going to lie to you. I'm a big man. 120 kgs of prime beef and I, I, I was crying man just uh you know yang the story it's good man why is that good right. it's not good because you're being real it's good it's man. Being it's real. good to be real it's just being we real want a, we want authentic men's men <laughs> real men who are authentic you know if you uh, if we if you're not 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 afraid to display your emotions man that's awesome <laughs> Yeah, I'm not scared to show my vulnerability, brother. But, you know, my right, story, good. you know, listening to his story, where he's come from. And, uh, 
you know, just yeah. the, the Springbok team is amazing. Looking at these guys, where they've come from, what they stand for. And, 100%. Uh, you know, I don't know if you know the story about the Springbok players' jerseys in the World Cup, having their family members on the back of their jerseys, and he had no one. Yeah, I heard that, you, I heard that story. You know, yeah. And that was and, and just this fighting spirit to see him achieve everything that he has achieved. And, and this is why I just want to acknowledge with a lot of these guys what they've done, you know. Even Damien uh, Dalende, there were times people were criticizing. He's still there. You know, everybody yeah. wrote this guy. Look at Cheston Colby. All right. Yeah. He, nobody saw him playing in the Springboks, even the World Cup in 2019. He came to Toulouse. And, and that's another topic, you know. What was the massive change? How did this guy just transform like that? And look at him now. He's the best yeah. player in world rugby. But okay, yeah. enough about the box. Let's get to your boys. All right, Ben. I'm not even sure where you're at because you're always sitting on the fence. One day for the box, one day for the Lions. No, 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 no. no I'm no, a no. Lion, man. Yeah, are, yeah, are yeah. you a Lion? No, 100%, uh, uh, sorry, mate. Yeah, I can't yeah, you, I, sorry, you're breaking up. <laughs> I, I, I can't. <laughs> Make, make no mistake about that. I grew up, you know, watching videos of the Lions and uh, and that's how I, you know, and then I remember getting up in the night in the old days, 93, um, waking up in the, at night and Jeez, watching. you're that uh, old, brother. That old. 93 no, is not that old. Wow, ridiculous, <laughs> man. How old are you? Like 70. When I was at school, <laughs> school, man, getting up uh, to watch them in New Zealand, you know, because it was still the middle of the night. You had to get up to watch those, those tests and... Uh, you know, they, they were when they were proper tours as well, you know, so they were playing every provincial team almost in New Zealand. You know, they were playing the whole NPC first division, playing Hawks Bay, Southland, Otago, et cetera, North Harbour. They, they had a full, you know, getting up and that's what, so yeah, make no mistake, I'm a lion. But you know what? I, I had three years living in South Africa, you know, um, my, my son's divided, like he's like half... He's half, uh, <laughs> he's half South African, so my son's a bit divided. My youngest son, anyway. So uh, no, I mean, but the Lions, I'm excited for it. Yeah, but I, I'm, I'm, there's a couple of selections there where I'm surprised at as well. Um, he's obviously Alan Wynne Jones. You know, he's come back and he's come straight back into the mix this first test. So that, and that's a big call, obviously. And then some of the others, you know, I can see the logic behind it, but it's quite an attacking team. Yeah, it's going to be interesting. Uh, apparently. Um... Alan Jones, he had an amazing uh, physio. He saw a specialist uh, called Tony Stock, um, you know, from the Iron Man, you know. So <laughs> he just just miraculously just recovered. You know, it's amazing. I don't know what he was taking, whether he was taking CBD or I don't know, some muti. Or, I have no idea. He just made the comeback of the century. <laughs> so, yeah, um, I wonder how uh, bad his um, shoulder was. Yeah, uh, it could be that. And you know, there's a lot of things going about it. Or it could just be, you know what, him saying, you know, I'm sucking this up. This is probably going to be my last Lions tour. So I'm just going to suck it up. It's going to grind my teeth. But interesting choices. I'll be honest. I'm disappointed. I would have loved, just out of from a rugby, I'm taking my coach's app off, just from a rugby supporter's point of view. I, I, I love it. Amy Watson, man. I just love that guy. He just reminds me yeah. of Skulk Berger back in the day. You know, this guy's not flesh. He's just hard. He just runs and he just goes and he doesn't stop. So I'm disappointed not to see him in the mix. He's on the bench, obviously. But I would have loved yeah. to have seen him starting. But I can understand, you know, Courtney Laws always brings that physicality, brings another dimension. Yeah. And obviously the options in the lineups. And um, but what's been interesting for me is just uh, like we mentioned before, the front row. I'm quite uh, I would have loved to have seen Marco Vunipola. You know, he's got a lot of experience. Yes, he might be in a dip at the moment, but the back line is interesting. And I don't have got a lot of experience there, but it's good to see another South African dominating <laughs> in Europe. <laughs> you know, well, yeah, yeah, my, 
more interesting than that for me is like, how has he done this selection? Uh, and apparently, so they've all gone in with their own 23s, you know, all the coaches and they've had a debate and they've had to compromise. So it's not just Gatlin lay, laying down the law and saying, so So they've had to trade players, basically. If you give me Ali Price at nine, I'll give you, you know, Courtney Laws at blindside, oh, yeah. you know, instead know of Hamish Watson. Yeah, that's, that's, that's how it comes across. Now, if you think about it, Townsend's the back line and the attack coach and he's gone, you know, he's got Stuart Hogg in there. He's got, Vandermeer in there and he's got Ali Price at nine in there. So it's, it sounds like he's played a hand, you know, and he's been, you know, um, but, you know, it makes me think, you know, how much of, you know, Josh Adams has probably been one of the form players of the tour against, albeit weakened provincial teams. And I don't think you could read, and I didn't think Gatlin was reading too much into those games against the Sigma Lions, the Sharks, etc. But, you know, how much of it is a case of, these are the guys that had form beforehand. And, and these guys, doesn't matter what happens on tour. These are the guys I'm going to pick anyway, as long as they don't go, you know, really bad and have a really, you know, a bad tour. Um, you know, like Falatau, I think he was in that position, but then he's not had a great tour. So he's then fallen away. Whereas someone like Duan van der Merwe, I think he thought way back when he's actually going to be one of my guys. And in case, unless he has a really bad tour, then he won't fall away. I, I'm going to be honest that that's a wise choice, not because he's South African, um, it's just because he's he's been performing. He's just strong. He's got speed. Yeah. He's robust, and he just keeps he just keeps on breaking tackles, getting those meters going. But and you, you say that, yeah. He reminds you, you, you remember? Do you remember Dean Hall that played for the Dean Lions? Dean Hall of the Lions. Yeah, he yeah, reminds of course, yeah. me of Dean Hall, big blonde dude. The, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I remember so, the Cats as well. Yeah, he was the man. He was, but you know, he's very similar to Dean Hall in that he was quite. Dean, Dean Hall is a big chest, quite robotic almost. You know, you know what I mean? And I think in the modern game, if you've got Faf de Klerk and he kicks, he either passes to a forward or he kicks himself about 90% of the time. So, you know, if I'm the box and I'm thinking, and I see that they select Duan van der Merwe, I'm thinking I'm, I'm kicking on him and turning him because he doesn't like having to turn and kick. If you give him too much, hang, if, you, if you have a hang time, you know, you need that good kick chase, obviously, but you always need a good, good kick chase as, as we know. But I, I don't see that. I would rather, if I was the box, I wouldn't have wanted to see Liam Williams, Watson yeah. and, and Hogg, you know? Yeah, I think that plays him. I was quite surprised. I would have really gone for Liam Williams at, at 15. Right? Not that I'm mm. really, I'm not an expert in the back line, but you know, I know he's a tough guy to get. He's always getting go forward, especially those counter attacks. But yeah, Elliot Daly at, at 13, I, I felt he's been consistent. I think he's been really solid and it's not quite surprising because that, that's not normally his position. He's normally at fullback or at wing. Is that, is that correct? Yeah, he, he played 13 a lot on the 2017 tour, I think. Or he, he was he played on the wing in the tests, actually. But, um, you know, uh, and Liam Williams was at fullback and Watson was on one wing and Elliot Daly was on the other wing. He, he plays 15 most of the time for England, but he's played centre a lot at 13. But... Apparently, before the tour, Gatlin told people that he sees Daly as a 13. Uh, I think, you know, he's played the best rugby I've seen him play for four years. So that's exciting. I think it's good. He's that got that left foot. So he offers that kicking out of hand, but he also offers that long range goal kicking as well. Yeah. So he gives you that versatility, especially if you're playing for penalties, either at scrum time or, you know, you're kicking for the corner, mauling, etc. You get penalty shot, you take the shot, you've got Daly to step up as well. So... Yeah, it gives that versatility. I guess Henshaw, the partnership there, gives it a bit more solidity and a bit more creativity as well. Um, and then bigger at 10, 
my, my concern is that when Ali Price bigger daily at 13 played against the Sharks in the second game a couple of weeks ago, they had f- four tries scored against them off their mistakes, backline mistakes, you know? Yeah. So the cohesion, Harris was playing at 12 that day, but the cohesion wasn't quite there. So, and Duan van der Merwe was on one of the wings that day as well. So what's changed in the last two and a half weeks and yeah. since that game? You know, that's that's a concern. But Ben, I just want to jump in here because we're about to come to the end uh, of our show. Um, Just quickly, you know, interesting thing. You got Elwin Jones coming back in as captain. Uh, Connor Murray was the captain uh, while he was injured. You know, nobody thought he was coming back. I think that must have been massive because going from being the captain, starting scrum off, and the fact having Elwin Jones back, you know, we see Ali Price starting. You know, what's your take on that? Mate, well, I thought when I saw that today, I thought you kind of had much, you know, that does that make, mean that the actual original choice of making him captain wasn't that wise a choice, you know? Because if he could have not been the first, you know, starting, or could he have like been tour captain and then not have made the first test team, you know? And that was one of the possibilities they spoke to him about. Yeah, I, I thought that was strange, you know? Um, but, but I can, I think they want to up the tempo in this game, you know? That's the final, you know. I, I think the Lions are thinking we need to win this first game because this history shows that when they win the first test, they, you know, with, when they lose the first test, they never win the series, really. That, that's only happened once in 1989. Um, but then, you know, I think the box, because they haven't had much game time, each they'll be getting stronger and stronger as the series goes on. So I think they want to up the tempo, speed the game up, get more ball in play time this game really tire people out, then bring Watson and Burn on and those guys. And and Ali Price, I guess, fits that more. Yeah, no, 100%. But listen, brother, we need to wrap this up. Tell me your prediction for this weekend. Yeah, Lions, I think. Um, yeah, I'm pretty uh, happy that I was happy when I saw both teams compared to each other. The Lions by, I don't know, six to nine. Six to nine. Wow. Okay. Okay. I'm going to go yeah, for the classic one. I originally had 24-21. So. Yeah. I'm going to go for the box. I'm going to go for my boys, 25-13. <laughs> All 25, right, 25-13. 25-13, yeah. I don't know why. 25-13. I don't know if can get 25. <laughs> I don't know I got so you're laughing numbers. at me 6-9 to nine and then you've got like 12. <laughs> 25-13. <laughs> oh, the box are going to take it. Yeah, nice. um, yeah, but honestly, just quickly, before we wrap this up, one of your favorite Lions moments. All right, seeing that you're 70 years old and you have way more experience than me. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your favorite slides memory? Oh, man, you put me on the spot there, dude. Uh, mate, okay, it, I'm going to keep in mind. <laughs> yeah, well, you played against them, man. So, uh, you, yeah, you're like, yeah, it was when we beat you in the 2009 series. And <laughs> yeah, whatever. Uh, <laughs> no, man, 97 Lions. That is my all-time, I guess, like for most... British rugby fans, the 97 Lions. It was the first Lions tour that was, you know, they did a video of, they filmed the whole behind the scenes documentary. It was called Living with Lions. It was the Oasis soundtrack. It. It, you never saw it? No, I never saw it. Mate, it was amazing. <laughs> I, was, I watched yeah. it. Bro, it was good. It's That's what good. we watched before the 2009 series. That just made us angry. <laughs> <laughs> What's your favorite memory? Come on, man. Ah, oh, man, I'll be honest here. Okay, so I was involved in two tests in the Lions series. Obviously, when it was unbelievable, but I'll be on my favorite, and this is not about being biased, was when Mornay Stain 
mm. stepped up to like his debut test and and just you know even not being on the field on that second test but seeing Mornay you know stepping up and running because normally France staying takes that long kicks and yeah, Mornay's it was near the like, mine, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. and Mornay like this is my house give me yeah, the ball. <laughs> he was like John Smith didn't even have a time to make a decision. And was Mornay that his went, debut? It was his debut, man. It was his no, debut. Ruan Pina was at number 10. Yeah, I remember in the first yeah. test, Pina yeah. was bizarre. You know, obviously Beast was amazing. Tendo yeah. was amazing that day as well. And and, and just seeing Mornay slot that one over was just was just ridiculous. And and obviously now recently I launched a podcast with him this week and just the yeah. story behind his kicking and he was never recognized goal kicker and the amount of work he put on. And he said something which was quite interesting. He said, I would never leave the field if I was not happy. Mm. So he said, my kicking sessions could last an hour, two hours, three hours. And I would never mm. go off that field with a bad kick. And yeah, it was just amazing. Yeah, but that said, brother, I'm looking forward to the Lions series. We can go on and on and talk here, but I don't want these people to fall asleep. And uh, is there anything else you would like to share with the audience, Ben? Anything going on happening that you think it's important? No, I'm, I'm South looking Africans. forward. <laughs> no, man, I'm looking forward to this weekend. It's going to be good. It's good to be playing. You know, I, I think it's great that this series has gone ahead. Uh, I hope it's going to be, you know, lives up to everybody's expectations. And any, uh, yeah, it's, any special uh, words of encouragement for the Lions supporters? It's not necessary, mate. <laughs> not necessary. So I just want to say to all the box supporters, right, this episode, hopefully, if I get enough time, we'll be releasing on Friday or Saturday. But on Saturday, wear your green and gold jerseys, all right? Be proud. Take over Instagram, social media, Facebook, Twitter, Clubhouse, whatever. If you turn your profile picture green, let's show our support for the boys. To all the Springbok supporters out there and also the Springbok players, if you've ever listened to this, guys, we are all behind you except Ben. The rest of the world is all behind you except Ben. All right, so give it your all. Enjoy it and have an awesome game. Just enjoy these times, guys. And to all the supporters, just enjoy it. Make memories. Have some good time with your friends. Get your bride going. Get your snacks going. Let's get our popcorn ready for those scrums. All right. You need popcorn for the scrums because sometimes it might just pop. Anyway, that's me. I'm Coach G. Thanks, Ben, my brother. Thanks for joining us in our virtual studio. All right. So looking forward to having you back next week, brother. Get it. Thanks, guys. G. Ciao. Boom. Have a great week, bud. Thanks, man. Good luck. Good luck. What are you talking about? Bye. Right, so I hope you guys enjoyed that episode, previewing the first test match. We are all amped for it. I can't wait for it. I've got everything set up. The popcorn is ready. So guys, if you enjoyed this episode, please send us a DM. I'll be adding our Instagram links in the description of this podcast. And if you enjoy my podcast, Coach G, Transforming Athletes and Purpose-Driven People, Please rate it and leave a review and share this episode with your friends. So if you are a Springbok supporter, let's get behind the box. And if you are a Lion supporter, have a good weekend. <laughs> anyway, guys, that's me. I'm Coach G and I'm done speaking. Get a touch. Boom.